Thank you and welcome to Scripture on Creation. I'm Scott Kump. And I'm Dr. Ben Scripture. Dr. Scripture, on occasion during a Scripture on Creation program, you make the assertion that, in spite of what you hear from the major secular media, more and more scientists are becoming skeptical of Darwinism. Mm -hmm. And in our program today, you are going to discuss this phenomenon some more and back the claim with some numbers. Yes, Scott, with numbers. It's always good to have some empirical data to support any kind of scientific claim, which actually relates to why skepticism of Darwinism is mounting. The numbers involved in the probability of random chemical reactions and genetic mutations resulting in the diversity of life we find on Earth are, well, out of this world. (laughs) Which is one reason evolutionists are looking for the source of life on Earth in outer space. (laughs) Indeed they are. E.T. isn't just for science fiction anymore. (laughs) But I don't want to talk about outer space today. We're going to be looking at some information available on the Internet that has been published by various sources that are certainly not creation-based, that speak to what is happening within the broad evolutionary community, for a lack of a better way to categorize it. So to begin, I'll reference a very recent publication that we discussed a few months ago. It was published in the Ells Evier journal, Progress in Biophysics and Molecular Biology, at the end of 2022. Its title was, Neo-Darwinism Must Mutate to Survive. Mm. And to give everyone a sample of what these evolutionists were saying, I'm going to read from the article translating along the way. Quote, Realistic probability calculations based on probabilities associated with microevolution are presented. However, macroevolution required for all speciation events, that's the production of new species, and the complexifications appearing in the Cambrian explosion, that means all the complex organisms that just appear on the scene at the time they call the Cambrian era are shown to be probabilistically highly implausible. (laughs) Notice it wasn't improbable. Implausible means it's just not going to happen. On the order of 10 to the minus 50. Wow. Now, that number, Scott, is, my understanding, more than the number of hydrogen atoms in the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of high. Yeah. So, when based on selection by survival of the fittest, that's how implausible it is. So... We conclude that macroevolution via survival of the fittest is not salvageable by arguments for random genetic drift or other proposed mechanisms, unquote. So what they're basically saying is neo-Darwinism cannot explain how evolution happens. Now, this is not a novel statement within the scientific community. In fact, it is one in a long line of challenges to the ability of Darwinism to explain how evolution happens. Yes, several times through the years, you've read a statement expressing skepticism of Darwinian evolution by over 1,000 PhDs in a host of scientific disciplines, a statement they are willing to sign. I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. Here's the statement. We are skeptical of claims for the ability of random mutation and natural selection to account for the complexity of life. Careful examination of the evidence for Darwinian theory should be encouraged. Now, you can find this on the website Descent from Darwin. Those three words together, descentfromdarwin.org. As of May 2023, you'll find 28 pages of scientists who have signed the above statement. I counted 1,208 signatures. And here's a few statistics I came up with as I searched through the list. 
The signatories are PhDs or professors in accredited institutions. Out of those 1,208 signatures on the Descent from Darwin website, here are some of the universities these scientists got their PhDs from or teach at. Three from Harvard, two from Yale, two from Johns Hopkins, two from Columbia, 11 from Princeton, 16 from Cornell, 11 from MIT, 7 from UC Berkeley, 9 from Stanford, 6 from UCLA, 4 from Notre Dame. And since a lot of our programming is aired in the Southeast, I included 5 from Clemson, 9 from the University of Georgia, 5 from the University of South Carolina, 5 from Duke, 7 from Iowa State. Now that's not in the Southeast, but I included that because that school is militantly anti-creation intelligent design. But anyway, 5 from Oxford, that's in the UK, 9 from Cambridge in the UK, and the degrees of some of these professors and scientists who have signed this statement. They have PhDs, 14 in genetics, 37 in molecular biology, 67 in biochemistry, 74 with biology PhDs. And then in other life sciences that I just sort of lumped all together, 114. And then this was amazing, Scott. One was a member of the Academy of Sciences in the USSR, and one was on the British Museum of Natural History board. Now, the British Museum of Natural History, if you've ever been there, is essentially a shrine to Darwin. And that person <laughs> is on the British Museum Natural History staff, and they are questioning Darwinism. So of those 1,208 signators, 306 were life scientists. Dr. Scripture, these people and universities sound like mainstream secular institutions. Well, they are among the most highly regarded in the world. And I just cited a very few from that list. But another site publishing similar information is RAE.org. It stands for Revolution Against Evolution. And you can find a much larger list of Darwin skeptics on RAE.org. It contains approximately 3,000 names of trained scientists who are skeptical and another 1,000 who are not willing to sign it for fear of reprisal. Now, I've gotten some of the information I'm going to share from that website from the article written by Dr. Jerry Bergman, who compiled the list of 3,000 scientists who have these doubts about Darwinism. The article is titled, Darwin Skeptics, a select list of science academics, scientists, and scholars who are skeptical of Darwinism. From what I could tell, it was last published in December 2016, and I'm not sure if it's been updated. Using the website's search engine, just type in the number 3,000. And the headline, 3,000 Darwin Skeptics, will come up on the menu, and that's where you can read the list. Now, Bergman has obviously done an amazing amount of research to compile the information presented in the article and in the huge list of names. So, Dr. Scripture, I have to ask, are you on this list? <laughs> yes, Scott, I am. In fact, I'm afraid I'm listed twice, hmm. which concerns me a little bit. You wonder how many repetitions there might be in a list like that. Now, I must concede, though, there is probable cause for listing me twice. The name I go by is Ben Scripture. However, my full name is Jonathan Benjamin Scripture, and those two names appear as two entries on the list. Now, I've talked with Jerry Bergman, but we don't really know each other, so I understand how he and perhaps others uh, putting the list together would think those names belonged to two different people. So all that to say, even if 10% of the names on Bergman's list were repetitions, which I highly doubt, 
the list would still represent about how many scientists, Scott? At least 2,700. <laughs> That's a lot of scientists, considering the claim we so often hear that no credible scientists doubt Darwinism. And here are some examples of those erroneous claims. Evolutionary biologist Dr. Gary Huxley of Brant University in 2011 wrote, quote, Evolution is a fact, and no educated scientist doubts it, unquote. Ernst Meyer who lived from 1904 to 2005, was a professor of zoology at Harvard. He was one of the most influential evolutionary theorists of his time. And in 2001, Mayer declared that, quote, no educated person any longer questions the validity of the so-called theory of evolution, which we now know to be a simple fact, unquote. And in 1971, Mayer claimed that he did not know of a single well-informed person who questions the factuality of evolution. Wow, not a single person. I guess Mayer carefully limited his circle of acquaintances. <laughs> it would seem so. But Scott, notice how these pronouncements all have a caveat. They refer to educated scientists or persons. In Mayer's judgment, if a person did question the fact of evolution, they, by definition, would not be a well-informed person. And to be clear on what Mayer meant when he said the factuality of evolution, he defined evolution, which he calls Darwinism, as the rejection of, quote, all supernatural phenomena and causations. The theory of evolution by natural selection explains the adaptedness and diversity of the world solely materialistically. It no longer requires God as creator or designer, unquote. Dr. Scripture, doesn't a statement like that divulge a motivation to remove God from all consideration? He seems to simply want to get God out of the picture. That is the motivation. And even if a person like that became convinced Darwinism was wrong, that motivation wouldn't necessarily change at all. In an atheist website called LearnReligions.com, I found an article entitled, Is There Proof for Creationism? by Austin Klein, published on September 12, 2021. And under the heading, Disproving Evolution as Evidence for Creationism, it said this, Rather than finding independent scientific evidence that points to the truth of creationism, most creationists are concerned primarily with trying to disprove evolution. What they don't recognize is that even if they could demonstrate that evolutionary theory was 100% wrong as an explanation for the data we have, their explanation of God did it, and therefore creationism is the cause, would not be automatically more valid, reasonable, or scientific. Saying God did it wouldn't be treated as more likely true than fairies did it. Creationism will not and cannot be treated as a legitimate alternative unless and until creationists demonstrate their proposed mechanism, God exists. How about that, Scott? Unless you can prove that God exists, there is no God. Well, you know what? They're having a hard time proving that evolution exists, but they're not saying there is no exactly. evolution. <laughs> well, anyway, let me keep reading. Because creationists tend to treat the existence of their God as obvious, they are likely also to assume that creationism would automatically take evolution's place if they could just dethrone it. They're saying dethrone evolution. This, however, merely demonstrates how little they understand about science and the scientific method. What they find reasonable or obvious doesn't matter in science. All that matters is what one can prove or support through the evidence. So, Scott, based on that statement, someone proposing that God did it just don't understand science and the scientific method. 
And yet scientists, who it cannot be refuted, understand science and the scientific method are doubting Darwinism in droves. Now, we're not going to have time to get into the details of this article, but I'm going to read the title of an article that speaks to the extent of the discontent amongst the scientific community. It's in The Federalist, Science Section, April 16th, 2019. And here is simply the title of the article, Why One-Third of Biologists Now Question Darwinism. So hopefully that piques people's interest. These scientists who are questioning Darwinism aren't even taken from the ranks of intelligent design adherents. They still believe in evolution. So, Dr. Scripture, if these skeptics, for the most part, are not even saying they don't believe in evolution, what's the big problem? Well, Scott, the problem is, if it becomes agreed upon within the evolutionary system that neo-Darwinism is not a viable mechanism for evolution to occur, the whole evolutionary community will have to admit they have no explanation for how evolution happens. They just believe it does. Not very scientific according to their own judgments, is it? That sounds like the same type of blind faith that they attribute to creationists. Exactly. And with that thought, since our time is up today, let's just conclude with something Peter encourages us with in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12. Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles, or evolutionists, <laughs> so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, they may on account of your good deeds, as they observe them, glorify God in the day of visitation. And that's not what I say. That's what Scripture says.